Good morning, Denver, and welcome to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report brought to you by Castle & Cook Mortgage, providing nationwide, world-class customer service right here in the Mile High City. I'm Joe Massey, along with my co-host, Catherine Gutierrez, and we're providing you with more than 20 years combined experience in mortgage lending. We are here to share inside knowledge and experience of the home buying and refinance process, and we have a terrific guest in the studio this morning, Kenan Cohen with Your Castle Real Estate. Really excited to have him joining us today. Catherine, good morning. How are you today? Doing really well. Really, really glad it's a cool weekend this time around. It's been a really hot. Yep. Yep. Finally turning into some nice weather here. It's going to be fall before we know it. Exactly. Well, hey, tell our listeners a little bit about what we've got on tap for the show today. Yeah. Again, our guest is Kenan Cohen, and he has about 25 years total of experience working in the real estate um, market. Again, partial with title, partial with real estate. So we're going to touch on, um, you know, a market update, what's going on right now in the Colorado market, and then just comparing neighborhoods to neighborhoods, um, communities to communities, because um, Denver Metro is different from like Northern Colorado, Northern Colorado or Southern Colorado. So we're going to touch on that. And then of course, I'm going to highlight a listing of the week and then a free event that's going on in Colorado this weekend. You're listening to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM 1690 KDMT brought to you by Castle and Cook Mortgage. For any questions about purchasing here in Colorado, give us a call 303-809-7769. All right. Again, in the studio, we're very excited to have Kenan Cohen with Your Castle Real Estate. Kenan can be reached at 720-245-1825. And as a reminder, Castle & Cook Mortgage and Your Castle Real Estate are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to work with one participant in order to work with the other. Kenan, good morning. How are you today? Great, Joe. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we're so excited to have you here. We've worked with you for a number of years and excited we can finally get you on the show. So I really appreciate you making the time. Absolutely. So do me a favor. Tell me a little bit about your background and kind of your past real estate experience. Well, you know, I got into the business right out of college. So I Mm -hmm. I went to CU Boulder, got my business degree, and then I kind of fell into a position with a national title insurance company. Mm -hmm. And it was great. I learned so much about the industry. Uh, My clients were real estate professionals, you know, lenders, Mm -hmm. brokers, attorneys, builders. And so I got to interact with literally thousands of real estate professionals. And I learned so much from that experience over the years. I think that's a great way to start because you're not just focused on, okay, I'm only doing residential. You had residential, new build, refinance, everything across the board working in title. I bet you saw a lot of different types of transactions. Absolutely. Even commercial. Mm -hmm. And, And then part of my role with the company was they had a division that helped investors save on capital gains taxes. It's called a, a 1031 exchange. Yep. So I became their division manager for that. And I ended up teaching uh, classes to realtors on how to do that and all the ins and outs. Okay. Very nice. cool. So you've got a big, exp- uh, long period of uh, experience in 1031, long period of title. And you did that for what, 17, 18 years? 17 years. Yeah. Okay. And then what made you want to make the change over to real estate? Well, you know, even back to high school, it was always my dream to be an entrepreneur and work for myself. And over those 17 years, I met so many great realtors and that ran good ethical businesses. And I really gained from them and and they were role models for me. And I wanted to, uh, you know, just go off on my own and and do that. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And so that's been eight years, eight years, all, all with your castle real estate. Okay. Now tell us a little bit about that. You came over to your castle real estate. I remember when you started and I was, uh, (laughs) sad to see you making the move from title, but, uh, really excited to see you make the move uh, and see what you were going to do. How's that experience been as a real estate agent? Uh, it was the best move I ever made in my life. I absolutely love working with consumers, helping people. It's really gratifying to, you know, get 
someone the house they they're dreaming of, or if you're helping a seller, help them move on to you know where their ultimate goal is. So just building those relationships. Uh, I've got clients now that I've done four or five transactions with, mm-hmm. and you know people are now referring me to their friends, families. So that, you know, just earning that trust has been great. Nice. And again, earning it from like very beginning, like again, being entitled for so long, you probably learned a few things. It's not like you started fresh in real estate. You had a bunch of experience. So it's not like you were brand new to real estate. So that probably really helped. Yeah. I mean, I just had a lot of industry knowledge and I knew how things worked. And then I saw, you know, thousands of transactions over that period of time. So that knowledge really helps me navigate the transaction for my clients and helps helps me smooth things out. So if there is something we need to work out, I, I've got the solution and, and know, the know-how to help them get where they want to go. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. That really leads into the question I was going to ask you, which, which I know the answer to, but what makes you a unique real estate agent? And I think it's exactly what you just said, is you have that knowledge. You've been a part of thousands of transactions. Um, I like to describe it that if something comes up, it's not your first rodeo. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I don't, I don't get flustered. I mean, I, I just work through whatever situation it is and just come up with the best solution to help my client and, and, uh, you know, get them to the finish line. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think one of the things that I love about you, Kenneth, is you understand this is a collaboration, right? It's not um, adversarial. Mm-hmm. It's right. not me versus the seller. It's not me versus the buyer. It's the buyer, the seller got to work together, the buyer's agent, the listing agent, the lender. We've all got to work together to get to the closing. Would you say that's the way most of your transactions go? Absolutely. And, and you got to have great industry partners, right? Yeah. So, you know, I've worked with Castle and Cook. You guys do an awesome job. And that really goes a long ways to helping the clients and uh, getting the the goal accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got to be on the same team because everybody wants to get to the closing, the title company, the inspector, everybody, everybody, right? (laughs) Yep. I think that's great. Now, you know, let's jump into our first topic here. Uh, So summer's over, you know, we're past Labor Day. Uh, What's happening in the market now? Yeah. So it's kind of, there's kind of the trend year, what's been going on throughout the year which is, you know, we've, we've come out of a period since 2012 through 2018 where it was a raging seller's market, right? Yep. Crazy. Definitely. Super low inventory. Homes were appreciating, you know, double digits for some of those years. Now we're kind of seeing it easing back to more of a balanced market. Yeah. So it's still a seller's market because of the low, right now we have about 1.7 months of inventory, but it's not a raging seller's market. So I think buyers are getting uh, encouraged that there's a little bit more to pick from. They don't have to feel like they have to rush out the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also they're being tremendously helped by low mortgage rates. I mean, it's yeah. some of the lowest rates we've seen in three and a half years. So that really helps on home affordability as well. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Now, months of inventory, um, such a great term that we use a lot, but that is if all the homes that are listed right now, if nothing else came on the market, it would take 1.7 months for all of the existing homes to sell out. Now, 1.7, I know and you know, but that's a pretty low number, right? Yeah. And to get to a balanced market, what would it have to be? You know, we, we typically say between four and six months is a balanced market. And then if you're above six months of inventory, then it's a buyer's market. So we're a ways from being an in a buyer's market. And, and my expectation is that we're going to have a strong fall season. And then we're just going to gradually kind of uh, go more into a balanced market here in the next couple of years. Yeah, I see. That's kind of tough because there's so many people moving here still. Yeah. So it's like hard to play catch up. But I mean, if we're balanced, I feel like that's a positive. Yeah. I mean, right now we have about 9,500 residential properties 
on the market in the greater metropolitan area, mm-hmm. which is still below our historic average, right? So yeah. if you look over the last 30, 35 years, our average should, should be about 16,000 properties on the market. Okay. And our population, as you said, Catherine, continues it's to crazy. increase. We're going up, what, one and a half to 2% a year in population. Exactly. I mean, it's great. I mean, I love Denver too, but man, the market is getting a little bit crazy. But again, it's, it's balancing out slowly but surely, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now, now, I think that's such a good point that we still have a lot of people moving here. Um, we still have low inventory, not record low like it was a year ago, two years ago. Right. Um, but does that mean, uh, are there any indications that we're in a bubble and is this the bubble popping? What do you think, Kenan? You know, you, we get asked that all the time. <laughs> all the time, right? Right. Um, our, I don't believe we're in a bubble. Um, yeah. You know, if you look prior to the Great Recession, like in 2007, we had, what, 31,000 properties on the market that in that summer yeah, compared to 9,500 right now. Right. So, you know, demand is still good. Um, the economy's good. Interest rates are low. So I, I, you know, we may be heading into a mild recession, but I don't see real estate as being the catalyst for, uh, creating that like it did last time. I agree a hundred percent. I don't see that we're in a bubble. And it's a question. I, I love asking that question because we get it all the time. Yeah. I don't see that we are. There's no indication that anything is overvalued. There's no indication of, you know, uh, crazy payments or crazy purchases, everything's appropriate, right? I think the market this year is going to grow four to 6% appreciation, depending on which pocket of town you're in. And I think that's appropriate for the market. It's sustainable long-term. And if you compare along with interest rates to last year, payments are actually down. Mm -hmm. So homes are more affordable today than they were last year. Are are your buyers seeing that? Yeah, especially uh, for first-time buyers. It's a great opportunity if they missed out getting in the market in the last couple of years, there's opportunities now where they can actually get properties. Um, and then also for your move up buyers, yeah. you know, a lot of people who bought their first home, say four years ago or three years ago, they've built up some good equity. And mm-hmm. now if they want to get into their dream home, they can use that equity and the low interest rates to, uh, purchase up into a more desirable property. Yeah. Yeah. That's straight up. We see that a lot. Catherine and I work with a lot of buyers that do that. Um, you know, they're working with an agent just like Kenan. Kenan helps him sell the home. They're going to walk away with 300,000, 200,000, a hundred thousand. We use that money as the down payment to trade up to that next higher property for sometimes the same or even exactly. lower payment. That's what I was going to say. I was going to compare the monthly payments. Very similar if not lower. So it's like, why not move up to something they really want or something a little bit bigger and keep the monthly payment the same? Yeah. Kenan, do you have a lot of clients doing that, doing that trade up process? You know, I, I work with all types of clients. I've got people that are trading up, people that are, you know, right sizing, people Uh that are moving out of the area. I just helped a family sell and they're, they're moving back to Boston. I've got another family that's moving here from Chicago. So cool. We're we're looking at places pretty much across the board. That's great. That's great. Such a good, I mean, I know this is just a small sample, but such a good indication that it's a vibrant, you know, active real estate market. We're not sitting here talking about the one deal that's occurred in the last six months, right? You're actually doing a lot of transactions indication that things are still moving really, really smoothly. Now, Kenan, if anybody wants to get in touch with you learn about selling their home, buying their home. What's the best phone number we could reach you at? Yeah, I'm always available at 720-245-1825. And I, you know, I take pride on answering my phone and getting <laughs> back to people right away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of tough sometimes. People don't answer their phone. So mm. when you do, it's like, oh my gosh. Your so. phone already rang twice while yeah. we're here. So, <laughs> so you got calls to make as soon as we're done. Yeah. <laughs> nice. 
You're listening to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM 1690 KDMT, brought to you by Castle and Cook Mortgage. For any questions, give us a call anytime, 303-809-7769. So, Kenan, I want to talk a little bit about months of inventory. It's gone up, so we're seeing days on market, how long it takes to sell a property, increase kind of correspondingly. Has that led to any challenges with sellers? Um, because a year ago, two years ago, I could list my property for whatever, take pictures with my iPhone, and I know I'm going to get ten or $15,000 above market. Are you seeing that things have cooled off? Or I, I think we addressed that. Things have cooled off, but how do you address that with your sellers? Yeah. So, you know, I just pulled up the report from DMAR, which is mm-hmm. the Denver Metro Association of Realtors. And mm-hmm. in July, uh, the days on market went up about 19% from this time last year. Okay. So last year we were at 21 days on market and now we're at 25 days on market. Okay. <clears throat> so th- there's also some seasonality where we hit peak pricing for the year in the springtime. So typ- typically April, May is when you get the, the top dollar and now that we're kind of at the end of summer, um, I think sellers need to be realistic. And and even though your neighbor might have sold for X, it's not the time to say, I'm going to go 10000 above that, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. So pricing becomes extremely important. Um, I believe in trying to price it as, you know, right to the market value as close as possible so that we can have get the sale done in a very reasonable time frame. Because statistics show that if you overprice and you sit on the market, and then you need to do a price reduction. On average, you're going to be on the market four times longer yeah. than had you just priced it right from the get-go. And statistically, you're going to earn less money if you do that price reduction than had you just priced it right. That's right. So yeah. a couple of things in, not in your favor if you do that. If you overprice the home, you're going to have a price reduction. You've got to keep it listed for longer. You're going to net less money. And if you've got it listed for an extra month, two, three months, that's additional mortgage payments you have to make. All of that cuts into your profit. And just the hassle of having to keep your house spotless and, you know, have showings, you got to get out of the house. So, yeah, I try to, you know, really come up with a game plan from the from the get go to help them really accomplish what they're looking for within the time frame they're, they're wanting to do that. Yeah, I think that's such a great point. Now, one of the things that I want to touch on too, you're very much a neighborhood expert. I know that's one of the things that you focus on. What are some of the key neighborhoods that you focus on? And I know you work all over the city. Right. um, But some of the key neighborhoods that you say, hey, I've really got this one dialed in and I can tell you, or you know, have a really good number of this is that market value. This is where we need to list that home. What are those key areas that you really look at a lot? You know, my favorite area is, is the area I live in. That's which, fair. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I live in West Wash Park. Okay. Uh, my family and, and I have lived there for 17 years. Wow. Okay. Great and area. I, yeah. And I'm just really involved in the community. I'm actually organizing my block party this coming oh, nice. Saturday. Wow. That's great. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Now tell us about that. What varies in that West Wash Park versus maybe, uh, you know, the Highlands or some of the other suburbs in Denver? What are some of the key areas or key metrics that you see there? Well, obviously, we look at um, the average price of a home. Mm -hmm. And in Wash Park in general, they kind of divide it between East Wash Park and West Wash Park, with Downing being the dividing line. Okay. And prices are more expensive on the east side of the park. So, for example, the average single-family home in East Wash Park is now $1.3 million. Wow. And then on West in West Wash Park, it's seven hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a big disparity, almost 50% just by crossing over Downing. Well, that's an average, right? Right, yeah. right, I mean, sure. It, it, what I love about Wash Park is it, there's a really, 
dynamic mix of homes, right? Yeah. So it's not cookie cutter. Yeah. I mean, it's not like being in the burbs where every, you know, mm-hmm. every home looks the same. You're going to get yeah. lost to go in the wrong house because it looks the same. Like yeah. it, they're all very different homes. They're just beautiful. Yeah. I mean, so on the low end in, in West Wash Park, I saw a transaction for 300000 Mm-hmm. And then the most expensive property we sold last year was uh, almost two point four million. Wow. Okay. So it's a it's a really broad big, big range. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like certain parts of the, the pockets of the suburbs, like you said, where your range might be from three hundred and ten thousand to three hundred and forty thousand. Right. You know, it's going to be somewhere in there. A lot more dynamic. A lot more uh, challenging, probably in Wash Park. Would you agree? Yeah. You know, I I kind of look at four buckets of properties, and I kind of broke this down. So. Uh, the most expensive homes are the brand new builds. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they they take an existing property, they knock it down. Mm-hmm. And so someone's buying it for just the land value. And then they build a brand new luxury home on that property. And that's going to garnish the highest price yeah. in the neighborhood. The next one is ones that are the original historic structure. So maybe it's a bungalow or uh, I'm, I live in a four, Denver Foursquare. Okay. And then they do a, a pretty sizable expansion on that. So maybe if it's a bungalow, they they pop the top, right? Okay. So they add a second story or they do a back addition. So they've dramatically increased the square footage from the original historic structure. Mm, I see. Uh, the third category is ones that are the original historic structure, but they've gone in and completely renovated. Okay. With like, recent re- renovations. Yeah, sure. Nice, like it looks like the old school, yeah. traditional, but then you walk in, it's like modern and cool. And that's what bu- buyers love. They love yeah. the brand new kitchens, the new baths, yeah. Yeah. you know, the updated um, uh, mechanicals, um, you know, everything just done to the nines. And, nice. you, and you can find examples throughout Wash Park where there's some, primo properties that have really been done nicely. Sure. And then kind of the least expensive are ones that haven't, haven't been touched in a while. Yeah. You know, they haven't been renovated in 20, 30 years. Um, So someone's going to have to go in there and, and spend some money. Yeah. And I, I really like those four buckets because I, I certainly think that's true in Wash Park, but that could be true in most neighborhoods. And when you're pricing your property or you're looking at selling your home, you've really got to have that knowledge of where do I fit in which of those four buckets? Because just because a brand new luxury just sold down the street for a million dollars and I haven't changed a light bulb in my house in 25 years, it's not necessarily comparable property, right? Yeah. Condition plays a big part of that. And so we, we take that into account for sure. Yeah. What a great tip right there. I think that's something really important. That's again, one of the things that I love about having uh, new agents on the, on the show or not new, but new to our show um, is we get a new point of view. And I think that's such a great tip, Ken. And I really appreciate that. Now, what other areas would you say are kind of the up and coming areas in Denver? I hear a lot about Jefferson Park, hear a lot about the Highlands. Do you think there's still opportunities for people to buy in those markets? You know, there's, I, I got asked this morning, like what's the hot neighborhood, right? <laughs> yeah. And those areas have been hot for a while, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think there's one perfect neighborhood for everyone. That's mm-hmm. what's so great about our city. There's so many wonderful neighborhoods and it really depends on, you know, what someone's looking for, their amenities, their commute to work. Um, and so, we, you know, one, one of the tools that your, your castle offers us is they have this great map. It's, we call it our price change map or our yeah. heat map. And so I can show them what, what's happening on a neighborhood by neighborhood basis as far as inventory and appreciation and all that. But, but yeah, there's, there's so many great neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that price change map is such a critical component and 
One of the things I like about it is, hey, you're already an expert in Wash Park, but maybe you get something in Lakewood. Maybe you haven't looked as extensively in that area, but your brokerage provides you with the tools through mm-hmm. the price change map, through the trends presentations, through the showing alerts, that you can start to become an expert in that neighborhood very, very quickly um, just by studying up. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we, we've got tons of data and we, we try to not just give the clients the data, but interpret the data right. to help them make a, a wise decision. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the things I think is so critical is I can give you all the data points and as many spreadsheets as you want, but if I can't make it easy to digest, it doesn't do you any good. And that's one of the things I think your castle is great at. And I know you're great at is breaking down that data, getting it onto a graph and then showing why is this relevant or sometimes, Hey, you know what? This is why this isn't relevant in this market. Right? Yeah. And, and, and it's not only, only data, right? This is a property for most people they're going to live in. Right. Yeah. So it's a lifestyle. So, you know, do they feel comfortable in the property? I mean, it can be an emotional decision at the same time besides just analytical. I think you're right. And that's one of the things that I think you're terrific at is, is understanding that emotional versus that uh, logical need there. And I think that's uh, one of the things that really helps uh, has helped your success. So congratulations on that. I really like that. You bet. Thanks, Joe. Now, if buyers or sellers want to get in touch, learn about a particular neighborhood, maybe I'm thinking about Wash Park and I want to learn what's going on in the community there. How can I reach out to you, Ken? What's the best way I could reach you? Well, again, my phone number is probably the best, which is 720-245-1825. Or, you know, I'm all over. I've got a website, kenandcohen.com or uh-huh. Instagram or Facebook. It's all Ken and Cohen, so you can find me pretty easily. <laughs> cool. And I want to spell that www.kenandcohen.com? That's correct. Perfect. Yep. So kenandcohen.com or 720-245-1825. Yep. You're listening to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM1690 KDMT. Brought to you by Castle and Cook Mortgage. For any questions about purchasing here in Colorado, give us a call 303-809-7769. All right, guys. Well, as we're getting closer to the end of the show here, I want to talk a little bit about the listing of the week. I think we've got a great one coming up here, right, Catherine? Yeah, it's a gorgeous listing of the week in Stapleton brought to us by Leslie Lowry from Your Castle Real Estate. Her number is 303-931-4672. Leslie's kind of the Stapleton expert, so her property is really beautiful. The address is 2815 Geneva Street in Denver, again in the Stapleton neighborhood, priced at $745. It's a beautiful three-bedroom, three-bath, about 4,000 square feet. Um, It has beautiful um, 17-foot ceiling, so a lot of natural light, open layout, really beautiful. Um, Two-car garage, walking distance from, of course, the shops down there across the street from the community pool. So again, very ideal for a family, a growing family. Um, So really diverse. Again, the property is brought to us by Leslie Lowry. The address is 2815 Geneva Street in Denver. Give her a call if you have any questions or want to check out the property. Her number is 303-931-4672. And then I think we've got a terrific event going on this weekend as well, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I I used to live in this neighborhood of where this um, festival is going on. So it's the 2019 Westward Chili Festival. It's a free event. Um, it's on Morrison Road in between um, Sheridan and Federal. So it's kind of a little community there. They always have festivals, um, free music, again, food trucks, com- community event, face painting for the children, 
pepper eating contest. So it's just a great community event that goes on. I think it's been going on for nine years now. Wow. So it's, again, free event. Stop by. Food trucks, you can't go wrong. Going on right now. Uh, actually, not right now. It starts oh. at noon and then till seven. Um, so it's about to start here in just a few moments. And that is my favorite kind of event. You know why? I think it's because it's free. Because it's free. <laughs> and because it's food. Food yeah, and food, free. Those are the two, free. Hot the two F words that yeah. I love. That's nice. right. Well, Kenan, thank you so much for joining us. Really great show today. Um, just in a nutshell, is it still a good time for buyers to buy between now and next spring? Would you recommend I start looking now or should I wait till next spring? I, you know, if you're if you're in the position to buy now, I would absolutely. I mean, these rates are incredible. That's right. I would take advantage of it. Plus, you got a little bit more to pick from. So I think it's a great time to to get the property you've been dreaming of. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Some of my my best clients always say, you know, they don't start looking for homes until the kids go back to school, right? That's when the market slows down a little bit. You have a little bit more to choose from. You're not competing with 15 other people. So mm-hmm. I think you're exactly right. Great time to get started. Kenan, one more time, if anybody wants to reach you, best phone number we could reach you at. You bet, Joe. It's 720-245-1825. Fantastic. Hey, thank you again for joining us on the show. Really enjoyed having you. Oh, great. Appreciate it, Joe and Catherine. Yeah, anytime. All right, folks out there, if you have any questions about buying a home or refinancing your current mortgage and need to get that financed, please feel free to call us anytime. You can reach us here at Castle & Cook Mortgage at 303-809-7769. Don't forget about that event of the weekend, the Westwood Chili Festival out there on Morrison Road in between Sheridan and Federal, and the listing of the week, 2815 Geneva Street, listed by Leslie Lowry. Her phone number, 303-931-4672. Thank you again for tuning in to the Mile High Mortgage and Real Estate Report on AM1690. I'm Joe Massey, along with my co-host, Catherine Gutierrez. Have a great weekend. Look forward to seeing you next Saturday at 11 a.m.